Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Jeremy Scott Fitness Podcast or Radio Show. Coming to you on this Sunday, December the 5th, 2021. Hopefully it finds you staying safe and staying sweaty all at the same time. On today's episode, we are talking about holiday health and happiness tips. Just a better way for you guys to manage your time so you can actually enjoy yourself and your loved ones and... All the fun things that come with the holidays, but that don't drain you physically, mentally, spiritually, and emotionally, which sometimes the holiday season can do, depending on what your uh, travel and family dynamic is looking like. But before I jump into today's episode, we are brought to you by my homies at Athletic Greens. You already know the one thing I take every single day, especially as we head into the depths of cold and flu season, I would urge all of you to make sure you're getting enough vitamins, minerals, probiotics, digestive enzymes, antioxidants, and that is what Athletic Greens gives you guys all in one simple, easy scoop. It is easily the best tasting greens on the planet. Somebody proved me wrong. Send it to me. I'm happy to try and do a taste test, but to my knowledge, there's nothing even close. And if you're somebody who's not going to take 15 different pills every day, especially when you travel, and let's be real, when most people travel, they eat worse, they drink worse, they're moving less, they're not in their normal kind of you know sleep habits, uh, they're dehydrated, they're definitely not getting in enough micronutrients that the body needs to fight off all this shit coming your way. And Athletic Greens solves that problem. If you want to check it out, we will give you guys a year supply of free vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first order. The website is athleticgreens.com slash Jeremy Scott. Or if you've heard me talk about it 800 times and maybe now I just pushed you to the edge or this is the first podcast you've listened to, we will send you a sample pack 100% for free. You can message us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, the contact page on the website, email me directly. Uh, Put a note in a bottle, send it down the Salt River, I'll grab it, and we will send you a pack 100% for free. You can try it for yourself, realize it's the best tasting greens on the planet, it's easy to throw into your life, and then get hooked up with all the free stuff from there. I believe in it, we've worked with these guys for over five years, and I would urge you guys, especially this time of year, pick it up, make it a habit like everything else positive in your life. And you'll be kicking ass. Again, athleticgreens.com slash Jeremy Scott to get all the free stuff or hit me up for a free packet. Also, we're brought to you by our friends over at Kettle and Fire Bone Broth. Right now, we've been using this almost every single day. I've been breaking my fast a lot, actually, with their bone broth. I do think it's the best tasting bone broth. They also have a chicken soup that I've been addicted to recently. They have a chili as well. They use grass-fed, grass-finished beef always. And their chicken, there's no antibiotics in there no hormones they're very humanely raised they don't put additives preservatives no bullshit if you guys don't know the benefits of bone broth we can go into great detail on it on a different podcast but gut health uh, and digestive health for sure so if you're talking better immune system that's where it's at not to mention the better hair skin and nails which lord knows as we get older we all need we always have a 20% off discount code for you guys the code is scott20 when you go to the kettle and fire site Otherwise, hit us up for a free link. We'll shoot it over to you, and you guys will be good to go. And then we're brought to you by our friends at Beam CBD. I take the Dream product almost every single night to go to sleep. It's not habit-forming. You don't wake up feeling groggy. There's no THC in it. You won't get high, but they do put 20 milligrams of the nano CBD in there, melatonin, theanine. It's great. 
They have a ton of awesome products. We know the founders, Matt and Kevin, super cool dudes. We can always get you guys, uh, I think it's 20% off all products, 35% off all subscriptions. And if you want a sample of the dream, I probably have another 150 samples sitting here over on the desk. We can send those to you as well, just like the Athletic Green. So hit me up. We'll send a pack to you. You guys can try it for a couple of nights to see if it helps. And then get hooked up with all the discounts from there. The site is beamtlc.com. The code is Jeremy Scott. Or message us, and we will get you guys rocking and rolling. And the other podcast sponsors I'll put in the show notes, JLab, uh, Joey's Hot Sauce. And then last but not least, our friends at dryfarmwines.com slash Fitness. If you guys like wine, you can order wine from the site. And basically the offer we have is you'll get the next bottle for a penny. It's basically buy one, get one free. So if you guys go on there, order a couple bottles of wine, they're going to throw in an additional bottle for one cent. How badass is that? The site, drivefarmwines.com slash Fitness to get hooked up with all the free stuff. And I'll let uh, my wine uh, expert connoisseur, <laughs> what's the fancy word? Sommelier? Is that yes. right? Uh, Heather, explain why she likes Dry Farms wines over uh, the normal big box bullshit wines out there. Yeah, so we're really excited to partner with Dry Farm Wines. They are only going to produce and sell high quality natural wine um, grown on organic small family farms. You're also supporting small family businesses, which I love. But over the past year or two, I've been really trying to switch to only buying natural or organic wine. Um, And it's typically still difficult to find in stores unless you go to like a more of a Whole Foods or Sprouts. They are starting to carry a lot more natural and organic brands. But um, how can you even tell? Like you have to really read the labels, right? You have to read the labels and they will have... um, they should have the nutrition facts and they should also, if it is organic, they would have the USDA organic label. Um, but for all of dry farm wines, there are no sugar added. So zero sugar, no harmful additives, lower sulfites. So you feel better. Um, you don't have waking up with a hangover, which is great. Even after, um, a couple glasses with commercial wine. Typically, I don't feel that great because of all the industrial additives and chemicals. Um, They also use 100% wild native yeast versus most wines that you see in the store are use a GMO, um, genetic, I can't say. The GMO fermentation process. So they do not use GMOs, which is great. And Um, They also partner with international growers, so you not only get wines from the U.S., but all over the world, which is pretty fun, and you can customize your order. Yeah, it's pretty gangster, and I didn't know this until, well, I've been emailing them the last probably month or so once Heather kind of introduced me to what they're doing. I had no idea that the FDA allows 76 approved additives to wine. I ignorantly was just uh, like a normal person, I guess. That's why I say the, the, the fitness, the nutrition, uh, how we supply food to obviously Americans, it's confusing because I had no clue that you could throw 76 extra things into wine. I just assumed it was like these dudes made wine and you got it. Yeah. It's really scary. So they do not do that. And 
pure natural wine is super rare, and they estimate that less than 0.01% of the world's wines meet the criteria that, obviously, Dry Farms uses. So it's pretty badass, honestly. Um, so if you guys are interested, we can hook you up with the link. Again, if you always go to it, it'll be in the show notes, but it's dryfarmwines.com slash Fitness. And every new member is going to earn an extra bottle for just a penny with their first order. So if you're looking for holiday gifts, that's probably a good one. And uh, if you're someone who obviously likes to booze it up, this is for you. So we are talking about holiday health and happiness tips. And I'm going to go down the rabbit hole here, kind of through every direction. But I do want to read something really quickly from a man, Pat Rigsby, it's just talking about uh, where your goals fail. And this time of year, it's pretty much spot on. In the context of the message he sent me, it's kind of talking about small businesses, um, particularly, obviously, fitness professionals, if you're a young coach out there or trainer, whatever terminology you choose to use, that person who wants, you know, 100 clients. But when I read anything, I always cross-reference with every other arena of my life. So whether you take this as the person who wants 100 new clients, or maybe you're trying to lose 100 pounds, or you're trying to pay off $100,000 in debt, or $10,000 in credit card debt, it doesn't matter. All of these are going to be the same, and these are kind of where most goals fail. And obviously, this time of year, people begin setting goals for the next 12 months, which I'm personally not a huge fan of like the new year, you know, new you resolution bullshit. But if it does help you as a reset, I'm all for it. Anything that helps people get motivated, I'm a fan of it. I just don't personally feel like tomorrow is when my work week starts. I work every day. And I'm, this is not a work-life balance thing, but Monday, I'm not way more motivated than I'm on Sunday. And I'm not more motivated January 1st than I am on August 2nd, if that makes sense. But again, this is a time of year most people historically kind of are setting out goals for the next 12 months, whether it's personal goals, professional goals, fitness goals, money goals. And most of the time, goals are not reached. I don't have the percentage of what New Year's resolutions in terms of failure. You want to Google it real quick? I'm pretty sure it's got to be, I don't know, 70% of resolutions never come to life. And why is that? I'm sure there's a lot of reasons, but the main one is that there's no process to get from where you are to where you want to go. There is no process for you to go from where you are today to the desired goal. And it's not super complicated, yet most people never follow through. It says studies show that only 8% of Americans who make a New Year's resolution actually keep them all year and 80% have failed by the start of February. That's one of the most. Pathetic. This is a clinical psychologist. <laughs> That's one of the most pathetic things I've ever heard. Um, I guessed seventy percent fail, and you're telling me basically ninety-two percent fail, and eight out of ten people punt it within thirty days or sixty days. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and again, it's not complicated, but like we're going to talk about in this episode, you need a map to get somewhere that you have not been before. It's pretty simple. Like when we go hiking. We'll pull up all trails and we'll follow the map. We don't just like stop in Sedona and say, hey, let's wander around in the woods here and hopefully we make it there. It doesn't work that way. But it's not just a map. The map needs to be simple enough for you guys to follow to stay on course. And unfortunately, most people spend all their time dreaming about a goal 
And that's really not how it works. Things are never going to just arrive and show up there if you sit there and dream and wish for them. And those same people don't really spend a lot of time in the process. And you got to think of it this way. If you are the person who, you know, wants 100 new clients or you want to lose 100 pounds or you want to pay off, you know, $100,000 in debt, you got to think about how things would be different if you had that many clients or if you had paid off that debt or if you had lost that weight. How much better would you feel? How much better would your finances be? How much better would your quality of life be? And that feels good to think about, and I get it. But too often, the same person who wants the 100 clients or who wants to lose 100 pounds or wants to pay off the debt, they're looking for a magic solution that's going to instantly deliver the 100 clients or they're going to you know, win the lottery and get the $100,000 or they're going to lose 100 pounds in three months. And that's not realistic. There is no, you know, perfect funnel. There is no magic pill. There, the odds of you winning the lottery are, are slim to none. And for some people happens, cool. But for most people, probably not. And so imagine that that same person, instead of just wishing and hoping and trying to always hit the home run, just worried about hitting singles. They just worried about getting on base. And they just created this simple process to get two new clients every single week. They lost two pounds every single week. They paid off $200 every single week or every single month, whatever their budget allows, just two. And then 12 months from now, you do the math, you got 100 new clients. You lost 100 pounds. You paid off 100 grand or 10 grand or whatever the number may be. And you've done it in a way that you can count on year after year after year. It's really simple. You just have to put the processes in place and you have to do it each day, each week, each month, and it will compound on itself. And so my suggestion is if you guys are going to be setting these goals and these humongous goals, if it is something like that, put the focus on the execution of a simple plan week after week. And that process is going to generate more momentum than you ever thought possible. And I, and I mean that with all sincerity. You just have to take that same simple approach to achieving this goal and every other goal moving forward. It's not complex, um, but I'm pretty sure if you just worried about the daily and the weekly, the monthly and the yearly, and obviously the decade stuff is going to work itself out. But that's why most people fail. They're always looking at the long term and just the end result, which is great, uh, for instant motivation, but it's the weekly habits, the daily habits that compound over time that are actually going to get you there. So just wanted to share that because I thought it was important for today. But we are chatting about better management of your time during this time of year so you can enjoy yourself and your family and your loved ones, but still be healthy, happy, and do all the things you want to do but also all the things you need to do to have your life keep moving forward while you enjoy yourself in the same note, which ties into obviously worrying about losing two pounds a week every week for 52 weeks as opposed to just losing 100 pounds in two weeks. And it all comes down to the biggest things, time management and your self-care. Yeah, so there's this article from Thrive Global uh, by Whitney Gordon Mead. She's a speaker, certified life coach. And 
it just kind of starts out saying that a Healthline survey showed that 62% of participants felt stressed over the holidays. Why is that? Shouldn't the holidays be a time of joy, relaxation, and bonding? You might be wishing it was that way. Instead, the holidays feel more like rushing, driving around, waiting in long lines, trying to meet deadlines, meticulously planning your finances. And so this podcast is really just all about prioritizing, um, setting intentions so you can really make the most out of the holiday season and really be happy and healthy so you can enjoy. I mean, to me, it baffles me how people will manage time in one area of their life, but not all the other areas of their life as well. And especially like in this time of year when things are uh, typically more chaotic, more sped up, uh, we're trying to cram in more in in a smaller window than we ever have before. And it it does tend to be more chaotic, more erratic, and you are less calm, less chill. And that's where you see people become more stressed. They stop their healthy habits. They pick up out of sync with their routine. Yeah, or revert back to old stuff they used to do, and then they just can't wait for the holidays to be over. And it's it's kind of like the uh, you need a vacation from your vacation, yeah. if you will. It's like can be very overwhelming. Um, and we don't even have kids, so I know wh- when you have kids and all the other extra responsibilities and events, and um, you're trying to finish the school year. There's just a lot going on, and then with work, there's typically deadlines to meet at the end of the year, so it can be a very stressful time, as well as if you have to travel and see family, you still are trying to have some sort of work-life balance and be able to be social and have some fun as well, so hopefully these tips are helpful and you feel like you can um, put them into practice. I know for me, I was a lot more intentional this year because I really wanted to get the most out of um, from November through the new year, November and December. I wanted to just really be able to, you, you can never do it all, but just have some sort of plan of attack so I'm not as stressed out. I can really enjoy the things that I love and also prioritize my own health and happiness because it just can get crazy. Um, And I think if you go, if you look at your life, everybody, your time management and your self-care are interconnected. And if they're not, they need to be. Because when you spend time on the things that, obviously there's always crap you have to do. It's called being an adult. It's never fun. Uh, I wasted a good chunk of Friday uh, just dealing with adult bullshit. Uh, and it wasn't fun. But when you have terrible time management skills or you're not prioritizing the things that are your real purposes, um, you find that you don't have enough time for the things that you love, the things that you enjoy, or the things that are best for your well-being, which is obviously your escapism, your hobbies, your exercise, and the downtime. And that is crucial, obviously, during this time of year. Because a lot of people, what they do is they get so busy running around, and parents are probably... Uh, the worst, uh, women, way worse than dudes for sure, but they'll put everybody else first. You know, you're, if I'm going to speak historically here, you're the female, uh, you know, you probably take care of the kids more or they want to hang around you more because the dad is old and mean, or at least my dad, <laughs> my dad was when I was a kid and, uh, I love him, but man, brutal. Uh, and the, the kids just gravitate to the mom. They just do. 
and the mom tends to be more giving uh, of their time, effort, energy. They put their mask on last instead of putting their mask on first. And so they put themselves in the back burner and they end up feeling overwhelmed, burnt out. Uh, they're more stressed. They're not exercising uh, probably like they used to because they're making that, you know, 10th on the priority list and it compromises their immune system, their happiness, and then they just kind of, they become run down. I'm not saying dudes don't do it either. I just see it happen to more women than men, especially during this time of year. Yeah, and I think, well, it goes both ways, but I think both men and women, especially if you are working, it um, it can take a toll on you. And if you don't manage your time, then you'll be left feeling like at the end of the holiday season that it just was a blur and you can feel disappointed and frustrated because you really didn't take the time that you needed to relax and actually have some downtime and not feel so burnt out already when you go back to work in the new year. So you really have to make it a priority because we live in this culture that's so fast paced that there's so much pressure to just keep achieving and do more and um, make more money and and it just can eat you up if you don't if you let it and so when you do manage your time well and your life will really shift in a positive direction and you'll feel like you have a better work-life balance you'll feel like you have more time and space to breathe more appreciation for all the blessings in your life more clarity around your priorities and vision and just more energy through you know physical self-care good nutrition enough exercise and quality sleep like Jeremy mentioned is just so important and it will make a huge impact on how you feel and how you enjoy this time of year. Well, and, and again, like everybody's, <clears throat> excuse me, I have a Sunday Metcon cough and it's not yeah, going it's away. Annoying. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, we could call the Heather Scott fitness podcast and you just do it yourself if you want. No, my, I feel like I, um, my throat's really dry. Well, you're out drinking wine last night, uh, petting baby goats. So what did you expect to happen? Uh, I don't want to get off topic here. I uh, I posted something on Instagram today along the same lines uh, of what you just said. And it's an infographic. It's pretty simple. And it just how we're taught to measure success, right? And it's a circle where half says salary and half says job title. And that's what, that's what we buy into. And I think as we're becoming hopefully more mindful, at least a good percentage of, of the people, and I know the world's weird and, you know, people are like, oh, people are so negative and they're arguing and this and this. And that's only on the, the each end of the spectrum, right? Like the loudest people get the most play like on Twitter and Instagram and whatever when they bitch and whine and complain and it's so polarizing. But most of us are becoming more evolved and more mindful. We're just quiet and we don't, you know, jump into the bullshit. And the old school way of how you were probably taught to measure success. Maybe it was your mom and dad. Maybe it was their grandma and grandpa. And if you go back generations, you know, half salary, half job title. What do you do? How much money do you make? That's what success is or isn't. I think the new school in which we're trying to push that agenda here or push that ideology, because this is my belief, a better measure of what success is, is if you looked at that pie chart and it was more evenly distributed in terms of mental health, physical health, yeah, job title and salary or, you know, financial independence is part of it, but how much free time do you have? Do you like what you do? Like those things are all priorities. And that comes down to you just managing your time better. 
and shifting that in a positive direction, which a lot of people really struggle with. And if they could master that, and I know it sounds counterintuitive, like, well, Jeremy, your schedule is so, it's so regimented, it's so strict, it's so robotic. There is so much freedom in that for me, though, because of the management and because I don't waste time. I can do things other people can't. Right. And I think there's a huge um, shift, like you said, our our movement (laughs) happening right now um, where we are really starting to understand and realize that that is true success and happiness is when you can prioritize all of those things that you just mentioned and it's not just about your career and how much money you make. No, because if you guys really... And again, you can do it all. You can have an awesome career. Mm-hmm. You can make a lot of money, but you can still be healthy and fit. If you manage your time right, better work-life balance, more, you know, I guess, space to, to play, to have fun, to breathe. You have an appreciation for your life. You have clarity around what's important to you and your vision. You have more energy. You're healthy. All these things come from you just understanding you only have so much time in, in a single day given and I guess what I'm saying is when we, we'll go into tip number one here, which is going to be plan early and prioritize, you have to make yourself part of that and your personal health and well-being has to be a key focus of that. Because if not, everything else around you is going to suffer. This time of year, I think more people get sick than any other time of year. And that could be partial because of like weather or more indoors, whatever. We're not getting as much sunlight, exercise, you name it. But we're just doing so much. Yeah. And then we're... You're running yourself into the ground. And it catches up to the best of us. And so hopefully these tips are helpful. um, And the first one's plan early and prioritize. So planning smart and early is really the key to keeping up with the holiday season and have a stress-free as possible experience. So really creating a list of things you need to do to keep you focused, safe, and helps prevent anything from slipping through the cracks. Um, So some items that you might want to write down or include on your holiday checklist would be make a list of all the people you need to buy gifts for. So if it's like work or family or friends, that's what I did. And um, I even scheduled specific days on my calendar this year on, okay, this day I'm shopping for the family. Um, This week I'm shopping for work gifts and for my, you know, my holiday parties, things like that, um, because it just helped me have a schedule and stick to it so I can check everything off on my to-do list. Next one, compile recipes you want to cook or, um, you know, different parties and and prioritize what you actually want to get out of the season. Pick a day to set up um, your holiday decorations. Or if you suck at cooking, just order it. Yeah, or order it. and Don't make a mess of the kitchen. Well, they also mentioned uh, consider... Heather. What? Don't make a mess of the kitchen. Oh, gosh, yeah. I for You should things. have seen our house. But too. how great. My <clears throat> sweet potato casserole was a big hit. It was bourbon, <clears throat> bacon, maple, sweet potato dish. And Sounds healthy. From Half-Baked Harvest, which it is. It was all organic. It was amazing. What kind of bourbon did you use? Whatever you have in there. You have so many different kinds. I, I forget. I think it was just bulletproof. Um, oh, bulletproof bourbon! You can, but, you guys can tell Heather really knows her bourbons. Or what's Bullet? it called? Heather knows as much about whiskey as I know about wine. Everybody. So right. when I say like it has a nice oaky afterbirth when I drink wine, that's the same as bulletproof bourbon. <laughs> what's it called? It's bullet. Okay. 
Anyways, so... Steve had the biggest... Bo- we were at this birthday party last night. Uh, our buddy Steve turned 40. He had the biggest bottles of whiskey I've ever seen in my life. Like this, Costco? Yeah, but it was but it was Bullet. I mean, there was, he had like two of them. And I got him whiskey for his birthday too, which I didn't know. He <laughs> That would last me like 10 lifetimes. Mm-hmm. It's insane. And Heather got to pet a baby goat, by the way. Yeah, they had a four-day-old <laughs> baby goat their friend brought over that she's fostering. And... She has, like, a little farm. But I didn't want to leave. I wanted to sleep with the baby goat. It was the cutest thing. And I had this fake fur jacket on because it was a 1920s, roaring 20s, Great Gatsby theme. And it just was, like, buried into my fur. And it just fell asleep on me. And I was like, this is the best night ever. (laughs) I might post it on Instagram later. It was cool. Um, Goats are cool. So now I want a goat, which actually I've been telling Jeremy I want goats. Oddly enough, we (laughs) we drove uh, by. uh, Yeah, we were just like driving through some neighborhoods yesterday. Five five minutes from here and they had goats. And I was like, gosh, I really want some goats. Uh, Anyways, so back to the list. If you're traveling, make sure your, you know, passport's up to date, that you have everything organized for your travels. So that's less stressful. Um, like we mentioned, pick a day to, to decorate, put up your lights, which typically Jeremy and I will set a date that we want. We were early this year. We were on top of it. Like, let's get the trees up well, before think- Thanksgiving <coughs> and let's get um, the <coughs> outdoor lights up because I just love this time of year and I want to enjoy it well, for as long as possible. Yeah, I agree. I do like the lights. Mm-hmm. And uh, obviously, like for most people, the last couple of Christmases, suck balls yeah so it's like it's just i feel like this one is just so much more special and exciting yeah hopefully um i don't like traveling on the holidays mm-hmm. so hopefully it's not too gnarly yeah but, we're gonna uh, go back to see my family because it's been a couple years so really excited and but we're flying out christmas eve morning so i think it's probably not yeah i don't think it will be as remember, bad as you remember 23rd. the third the one year we went uh the day before christmas eve Mm -hmm. and the guy the uber driver got lost a which we weren't like we're just on our phones right so this guy from the airport 20 minutes if you're an idiot and he gets lost on the way to the airport you're an uber driver bro you have one job to do and you're doing it poorly gets lost then he pulls up oh yeah and he has a sitting in the arrivals lines yeah we almost missed our flight it was and then we then we get we get there we fly into portland they lose all of our, our – it was and it was delayed. It was delayed because they actually got some snow in downtown Portland, which the whole city will shut down when that happens. And so they lost our luggage too. We stayed at a Marriott. Mm-hmm, worked, by the airport. Worked out, sweaty, disgusting. I remember going to Starbucks. Had no clothes to change into. We actually got in super late and we ate at Sherry's. Yeah, we're starving. But yeah, we made it. <laughs> it worked. So anyways. Um, so yeah, just try to make it, especially, you know, with all the travel restrictions and different things. But the uh, um, the one to, to really prioritize, your self-care, you guys. Yeah. Um, don't skip your workouts. Be as physically active as you can possibly be. Obviously, I did a whole podcast on why I never skip workouts on Friday. Um, even if you're stuck somewhere. Where my hope is, fingers crossed, when we get to Washington, it's not freezing. Yeah. And we can, like, go to the track even yeah. with, like, some stuff well, on Well, it's usually pretty mild winters there unless you're up in the mountains, so. But if you can bundle up and even go just move around, 
Just get your mm-hmm. steps in and be mobile. It'll help you guys if it's a, you know, even the little things, uh, pre, uh, you know, or post dinner, uh, or digestion walk, just anything. Just like uh, my sisters and my parents live in like really hilly neighborhoods, which I love, like walking all the hills. And then they have all these nature trails through the trees in their neighborhood. So we can always do that, which when it's not pouring down rain, it's really beautiful. <laughs> Agreed. Um, Agreed. And then the other ones are just like Tuesdays. T- to you know schedule time for wrapping gifts if you're hosting pick a date to set reminders and just plan out what you're going to to need for that party and um the other one that you mentioned yeah if you if you don't want to be cooking and you're hosting you can always do a potluck style that's what we did for um thanksgiving Thanksgiving. our friends did you know the main the main meats turkey and beef and it was and then, great yeah and then everyone else just brought different items sides and desserts and and that just really takes it everyone contributes and it's not just all on one person or one couple no um, can i say mm-hmm. if you do have access to like i know whole foods does it natural grocers does it i think too aj's there's other places like in the valley here but if you guys are somewhere i'm not saying like your mom doesn't cook great or whoever it is but for us, like we had no family here for, you know, over a decade and we would always do friends giving at our house for all our friends. And I did it for years where I'd grill a turkey. I'm there for six hours. I can't really enjoy myself because you're looking at it. It's just, it's constant. When we started doing whole foods, A, it tastes amazing for one. Yeah. Two, the cleanup. So much less time. And I could actually just enjoy yeah. hanging out with our friends, having drinks, bullshitting. And I feel like the day, then you like, the day doesn't go by so fast versus if you are doing it all and, you know, making the entire meal. I think of like my grandma used to always do that or my mom. And then it's like, I felt horrible for them because it goes by so fast. And then at the end of the night, you're like, oh gosh. I finally get to relax and it's over. Well, yeah, and you spend six hours making food and people eat it in 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, just a tip. Yeah, and just another tip is like, just say no. If you <clears throat> feel like there's just too much on your plate, say no to certain... You have to... It's not being selfish if you got to look out for yourself and your own health and happiness. So just make sure that you're only going to commit to things that you actually want to be doing. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of saying no. Uh, yeah, you are. Yeah, I'm great at that. Well, I, again, it's not like... But I, you're also like, we have to um, meet, we meet, meet in the middle and, but you just have to communicate with your partner. Like, here's what we've been invited to, or here's what, you know, I'm thinking that I would like to do with you and just have those conversations and then prioritize what really matters to you both or independently and then figure out what you're going to say no to and what you're not going to. And if you can space it out at all, it's Mm -hmm. helpful. Like, and you're going to have a partner probably that one of them wants to do everything. Which can be me. Yes. And then (laughs) they'll overextend themselves. And then I'm exhausted. And then I pay the price for it later. I've been doing good. Although you recommended, well, because Heather's going to be gone way, way longer than me. Um, to see her family in Washington. I'll be back here with mine and <clears throat> doing some things to wrap up the uh, end of the year business stuff. And she's like, well, if I come back on the first, we could do this, this, and this. And I go, dude, 
You're going to be smoked. I know. Well, that's just because I felt bad that I won't be with you on New Year's Eve. So, like, he's flying out for Christmas Eve, Christmas, for that Christmas weekend with my family. And then he'll fly back here. And I'm extending to go to our Oregon, my family's Oregon house and go. We always go skiing and snowboarding. And I just love doing that for New Year's. And um, so I just felt bad. Like, okay, I'm flying back on the first, like, um I, we could do, you know, a new year celebration with your family, but we are doing an early little Christmas with your family before we leave. So it's just hard, you know, when you, whether you live by your family, there's pros and cons to both, um, you know, cause you have to, if you are married or dating somebody and then you have to bounce around to multiple families, homes. Um, and then if you aren't from the place that you both met, like us, well, now you have, thankfully, you have some of your family here. So it's actually a lot more But it's tough to do because we're from two different parts yeah. of the country completely. Mm-hmm. But it's okay. I mean, I can find someone else to kiss on New Year's. It's all good. <laughs> you can kiss JC. <clears throat> yes. Or get a baby goat. <clears throat> all right. <laughs> okay, number two, ask for support. So when you have a long list of tasks, it's so easy to feel overwhelmed. There's just so much going on. And how will you find the time? So you just really can't do it all on yourself. You have to, you know, ask your partner to help. Start delegating to your family members. If you have, you know, kids that can help you with different things or if they can drive and run errands for you, go to the grocery store, like just little tasks that can you can take off your plate and, and uh, delegate to others just can really help you out overall. And... Um, if like we mentioned, like if you're hosting a holiday gathering, don't be afraid to ask. Make it a potluck, um, so it's not all on you. And like Jeremy mentioned, I feel like a lot of women just put so much pressure on themselves, and it can leave you feeling like you just want to get through the holidays, which is bad. Like that's not the whole reason for the season is to actually rejuvenate and slow down, enjoy it, spend quality time, and just be so present but it can be so hard to do that I can only imagine if you have kids especially young kids with all of the different um extra responsibilities you have so well I think when it's when it's like ask for support the way that I read it is if you're with somebody you guys if it's a husband and wife uh boyfriend girlfriend whatever it may be uh you guys kind of all hold each other accountable so if you guys have set out these health and fitness goals <clears throat> or finance goals, whatever it is, you are playing off each other and kind of talking about it consistently, especially if it's being active. Like, hey, you know, we both said we're not going to, you know, put on the normal, you know, three, five, ten pounds of, you know, holiday shit weight this time of year. But I noticed we haven't been getting our steps in or we've been skipping workouts because of whatever. Now, whether you guys do it together or you trade off like, hey, you watch the kids now. Hey, you make dinner here. I got 25 minutes free. I'll get a workout in. Then we can swap. Whatever kind of system you can set up, I think it's key. Especially if, you, if you're if you by yourself, obviously, you can set your own schedule. But if you are, you know, you have a small family, a big family, or you're just with a, your spouse, it goes a long way if you guys can elevate each other and hold each other accountable. And that's you you know, being like this built-in support system and not just for the physical activity, but in terms of the food as well. Like, Hey, I know we have these dinners coming up. We have this going on. Yeah. Maybe let's not eat and drink like shit now because we know we're taking so-and-so out to dinner. Like even for me this week, it's, uh, the next three weeks are the busiest. Mm -hmm. This whole month is the most social 
that we have been in a long time years covid's part of it but normally like we just have we have a great community of people here Mm -hmm. a lot of friends obviously my my mom lives here now uh one of my college teammates moved here uh bj is coming into town like there's just a lot of stuff going on my some of my good friends now that live Live here here. it's crazy and we have to really pick and choose those spots well hey if we're going to do dinner on wednesday night and then on sunday night and friday we have to at home kind of coordinate hey yeah. here's what we're going to eat here's we what we're going to go gonna to the do. grocery store go through the healthy drive-throughs not you know i think a lot of people you just it's hard and you get lazy and you're tired and you just want to go hit up like fast food or something but i mean we we are lucky because where we live there's all these little healthy local um locations where you can just call and order or they even have healthy drive-throughs i've never and, seen anything like this and so it's like so much easier for us versus like where I grew up, um, yeah. way out in the country, you know, it, or you really got to most places in the Midwest, you're, you got to go down to the store and, um, stock up or go to Costco or, because it's otherwise it's just going to add on extra time. And so it's not an excuse for you guys. If you, it's obviously in Scottsdale, my opinion, it is much easier it's warm out. It's nice. It's more conducive to being physically active. And we have a hundred, you can't, you can't drive more than 500 yards of finding like a healthy place mm-hmm. where you could stop. Now that it doesn't mean it's easy. It's just easier. And if you were in the Midwest, like where I grew up, everything is cheese curds and, <laughs> and beer, uh, and fried for the most part. Now there is other options too, and it is way harder for you, but it is still possible. And that's just a barrier you have to get over. Well, and if you're in like the Minneapolis, like if you're in the downtown cities. But um, even there, it's hard. Yeah, but it's still there. It's way Minneapolis is very comparable to like a Portland, Seattle. Like there's a lot of still healthy places there. Yeah, but not like we have how many chop shops, grab a green, salad to go. It's insane. Mm -hmm. I just Uh, mean it's warmer too. Oh, and just the weather. Yeah, it's just so it's. Like in we, Minneapolis we're really right now, lucky because you know you are so motivated by how beautiful it is every day, and it just—I love getting outside. I feel like it's making me go on runs more often, and you just—you have to figure out if you're in a location where it's a lot colder. Try to get creative. You know, if you have a lot of snow, like go snowshoeing, go on snow hikes. Um, <laughs> What? I mean, that's what we do in the Northwest. I love that. I'm just like picturing when I'm a kid. Uh, yeah, where you grew up, it's so much colder. It's they, not enjoyable. They used to play on during the holidays, like TNT would play all the Rocky movies. Mm-hmm. And Rocky Four, he's training for Ivan Drago. And he goes and runs in the snow. And I would try it when I was like 12. And I'd make it about two blocks before I was going to die. And that is an excuse because I was soft when I was 12. Now I would do it even though I hate it. Um, but it can be done. It's just the point I'm driving at is it's harder for you guys, but it's not an excuse. Uh, it's just do nothing. It's where you, you choose to live or where you're currently stuck if, if you do want to move. But you just have to make it non-negotiable. You yeah. have to do it no matter what. Yeah, if it's working out in your garage or you know participating, signing up for maybe one of those like holiday 5K runs or some sort of fitness event. Because I feel like, I don't know if it's in other locations, but here there's always like yoga events and various fitness events during the holiday season that you can sign up for, which will hold you accountable because you paid money to attend it. Um, So things like that. 
And, you know, even like going sledding, it's like, that's such a great workout, like walking up and down the hills. And if you're pulling your kids, um, I know, don't they have those like snow bikes? You can ride the bikes in the snow, the snow tires. Yeah. All Um, those things are, even in the Midwest, If you don't ski and snowboard, which I love doing that in the winter. Oh, if you legit are going to go sledding, like, and you're going to hike your ass up there and go for like 20 runs you're working yeah for sure and we're we're touching on number three here dedicate time for yourself and your health so like we mentioned earlier just more energy through physical self-care good nutrition habits enough exercise and quality sleep that's probably one of the ones people don't uh talk about enough is the sleep Mm -hmm. especially this this season that you guys are in um the sleep matters, the exercise matters, but so does the food you're putting in your body. Uh, I can't preface that enough, especially when it is cold and flu season. It's really gnarly. Uh, I don't want to get, you know, way uh, off track here, but I had a cold like the last week. It's super annoying uh, where my nose is just running uh, constantly, uh, probably because I've got little kids in here that like touch my face every two seconds and they mm-hmm. put their hands in their nose and their mouth and God knows where else. But, uh, my point is there's certain things you can do when you start to feel maybe some of that coming on. The first thing, obviously you guys always being active too. make sure the sleep is not becoming erratic. So if you have like last night, we went to this birthday party, stayed up way too late, uh, for me. So for me too. <laughs> oh, I don't even know what, like you were out posting on Instagram. Like I woke up this morning. I'm like, well, oh. cause I drank cold brew because I was so tired, um, to get ready. And what time were you drinking cold brew at? Um, four o'clock, five yeah, o'clock, like pe- four or five. Yeah. Side note, everybody listening, don't do that. I know. It's a recipe for disaster. Anyways, but party Heather wanted to come out. So yeah, I didn't go crazy or anything. Why do you make that face when I say that? Oh, <laughs> You get a little loose. You had your dress on. You're like, I should dr- dance in this dress. You're kind of shaking around a little bit. I, it was like a flapper dress. I'm like, gosh, the, I can see why these were so fun to dance in. But you wanted to be awake for the party and have yeah, a good time. Right. I understand that. I'm getting old. So. so if you have a night like that where you maybe sleep five hours or four hours or six hours, make sure you do your best to get right back on track the next day. I, I say that. And I'm not just plugging Athletic Greens here. If you don't take it, that's fine. Whatever your vitamin and supplement routine is right now, make sure you stick to it. I yeah, because as soon as I don't, I can definitely feel a difference. So and, and I the athletic greens is just so easy for me because I don't like taking like ten different vitamins and having to buy all those separate bottles and it adds up. But if I just have that athletic greens, you know, powder. Uh, one scoop or one of the packets per day is just like, it's so easy to just like slam it and taste good. And I just, I, mean, I can't believe it's been probably what, four years or so that we've been taking it. I think five years five. is the initial. And then, but we, I'll be honest, the first year I didn't take it every single day. Neither did I. The last four years. I've been so strict. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I think it, I have to attribute to, it does help with the recovery and mm-hmm. uh, not getting. Just how your body functions overall. Yeah. And on the same note, bone broth, whether it's kettle mm-hmm. and fire or somebody else, staying hydrated is so critical. And if you if you guys are not trying to make this an immunity episode, but if you're not taking like vitamin D3 and a K2, especially if you live in those colder places, please. Yeah. Uh, start doing that 
Like at the very minimum, take that as like the number one thing you should be doing. And it's so cheap and it's so easy. But all those things go in with you being overall healthy. And I think if you can physically feel good, the rest of those things kind of come into play. And obviously, we're going to talk about it in a second, but, you know, doing the things that A, put you in a good physical state, but also in a a good mental state Mm -hmm. as well. Whether you guys have a meditation practice, uh, you have a breathing practice, or just an escapism where you set aside 30 minutes for yourself, 20 minutes for yourself. And I don't know if you're a parent, you lock yourself in the bathroom, pretend you're taking a shower, who knows what it is, but whatever you have to do. Well, like the other day, I actually took a hot bath and I hadn't taken a bath in like, I don't know, a year or two. Um, But it's finally cooling off. Like it's been super warm November and early December here. But now it's this week, it's finally getting to like our winter temperatures. And so the nights are and mornings are a lot cooler. Um, But it felt so good. and It was so relaxing. I'm like, oh my gosh, Uh, since we don't have a hot tub, I'm like, this felt so good. (laughs) And I think that's pretty critical for everybody to invest when I say invest like in your health, obviously I'm a fitness person and most of you guys found us through, you know, my shirtless bullshit stuff on Instagram or YouTube or wherever. But when I say your health, I mean overall, your mental health too. So if that's you making time to watch your favorite Christmas movie. Setting boundaries with your family members that cause you a lot of stress and emotional you know, it takes a toll on your bunch mental of, and bunch emotional of drama, health. Bunch of drama Yeah, queens. you gotta, you really have to work hard because we all have things that come up with our families, our friendships, and you just really gotta, to set those boundaries, even though it's difficult and challenging and you feel like you're going to hurt someone's feelings, but you have to look out for yourself. I think that is just one of the most important things you can do. Because all that is stress Mm -hmm. on your physical body and obviously your mental health and your immune system like people I mean you can't please everybody (laughs) no and I've seen people do it I've done it before like I've seen you do it you Mm -hmm. mentally can worry and stress so much where it makes you sick yeah and just makes you just not even enjoy your life which is so sad and you don't want that to continually happen so you have to make a change and take action especially in this time of year, which I'm going to ask this question since you're here and I talked about it. Top I five commented. <laughs> about what? Go ahead. Top five Christmas movies? Yeah, I commented on there. You did? Yeah. I, and what I, you, these, what are your five though? Oh. If I was going to say top five Christmas movies. Well, my number one is always Home Alone. Home Alone. Some guy wrote and on here. That Christmas it, Vacation. Some guy on here wrote Home Alone is overrated. Mm. I'm about to block him. I'm like about to block him on Instagram. So weird, but this offensive. Elf, I love Elf. Um, those are my top three. Christmas Vacation. Scrooged, I do like. No. You don't like Scrooged. I do like Bad Santa. No, I don't like that. Bad Santa's amazing. They filmed it in. Arizona. I love. Um, God, why can't I think of it? With Four Christmases. I love Four Christmases, but. Um, I love also with uh, Cameron Diaz and Kate Winslet. Why can't I think of it? <laughs> and, um, oh, my gosh. It's going to be the holiday. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you were watching it the other day. Yeah, I love that one. I like Love Actually, too. You know, people... And are, I love Hallmark movies. <laughs> you know what? The one that I probably could put on the list 
uh, I do like Scrooge just because I watched it as a kid, and I do like Bill Murray. Santa Claus. Oh, I oh I Tim love Allen. the Santa Claus one and two. That's great. Yeah, I always watch that every year. We gotta watch one tonight. I always liked Tim Allen. I don't know why. Me too. I always like, loved him. Maybe it's Home Improvement. Mm-hmm. It is. Anyways. Um, but this kind of goes into make time for plays number four. So like we said, like attend some sporting events, like basketball season. You that, just went to a game. Yeah, like the other night, um, my girlfriend had free tickets to the ASU game, and they are playing my school, Washington State. Go Cougs. And they won. We won. But it was so fun. And Side note, ASU had 10 points at halftime. Yeah, it was like the lowest scoring game ever. It was so weird. But um, it was so fun to just do, even though I was tired from working all day, um, but we live really close to ASU, so it really is not an inconvenience. And I'm so happy we went. It was like great time to catch up, and it was just so fun to root for my team and just kind of break up the weekday. And so do things that you really enjoy. Um, you know, go see your favorite holiday lights or, like I mentioned, do a holiday workout event or, you know, a holiday fun run. Bake cookies from your childhood. Just even if it's like one day of, of doing something um, like that or building a gingerbread house with your kids. So just setting those traditions that always bring you joy, even though it can take some time and work. Um, it just, I think it really matters to continue to keep those traditions that you enjoy. Well, yeah. And obviously it's going to evolve and change. I wish, and we talked about this the other night, we walked around, uh, was the waterfront? Downtown Scottsdale. Yeah. Yeah. They do like, uh, they do Scott's Dazzle and they do events every weekend, but to avoid the crowds, we just, um, and it was kind of our only free night we decided to walk around on Thursday night because they had the downtown tree finally lit and all the other pretty decor. And I wanted Jeremy to see it. So we walked down there. We had to get dressed up and take a photo, obviously. For <laughs> it's inst- not for dressed in- up. Like he thinks dressing up. I'm like normal clothes, like jeans. That's dressing up for him. I'm like, mm. oh my God, Jeremy. Is it not? <laughs> that's not normal. Thank you for, for dressing me. up last night. was really fun. You uh, looked great. It was well. I always look great. Um, You're such a dork. <laughs> uh, no, it was a good time. But that's like that's something that that's an example of something you. If it's friends, like you're really good friends, like you're gonna make time for it. Were was I tired as hell last night before going? Yeah, it was a smoke show, and so are you. You're drinking cold brew at six o'clock, but it's worth it. Mm-hmm. Like it's fun. You do that, and you have to do those things. And they're the little things. I was. My point I was driving in is we were driving around and I don't know what it was, like what was by like that mission church or wherever it was. And you were like, I wish I remembered like more of the fun things I did as a kid, like during this time of year. Because mm-hmm. we all have these little like traditions and activities. And I think sometimes as you get older, you... You're distracted by every real life adult thing that you have to do. Yeah. And you get too busy working in your life you don't make time just to work on your life or actually just enjoy it and be present and I do think this is a great time of year if you can do that where we do little things where we probably still will do this like we'll go to the we'll go to coach house and we'll have a drink yeah coach house is the oldest bar in Scottsdale in old town Scottsdale it's like this dive bar 
They've made it way nicer. Yeah, they've like renovated it. But you would never see it and be like, hey, let's go have a great night out. Um, it used to be a complete oldest shithole. Scottsdale's oldest tavern family owned since 1959. But then like there's also Rusty Spur and what's the other one? Bootleggers or something? Um, the I one you wanted to go to. Those are saloons, which I almost would rather try... Uh, the other one. No, the one with the horse. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, you could, we could go to both. My point is we historically go there every year. Because Coach House, again, Scottsdale is a very, how do you want, how do I say this nicely? It's a very uppity, like, it's just a very, it's an expensive, there's a lot of fancy places. It's not, Coach House does not fit in there. No, and, and there's you, also, like, in the old western part of town, there's, like, the saloons, like I mentioned, like, very casual dive bars or cowboy bars. <laughs> and when I, I say that, because when you go to some of these places, you'll get a drink, if it's, like, a, a mixed drink, like, they do something fancy, and you drink it, and you're like, is there even booze in here? When you go to Coach House, you know there's booze in there. Mm-hmm. It's straight gas they're giving you. It's, like, a real legit old school bar anyways it's and they do like it's like christmas threw up it's christmas vacation yeah, they times like decorate like crazy so many lights it's really fun um and so we we do that por- porters that's the other western one that i wanted to go to um but i guess rusty spur was opened in 1950 1951 oh. anyway but we do things like that uh, we always make time for it or uh like the luminaries the Desert Botanical Gardens. We try to do that stuff every year and just take time, even though obviously we're busy, but you can't do that stuff in July. You're not going to do it in March. And it's just fun to do. Um, If you're nostalgic at all and it reminds you of being a kid or just doing something that's fun. Obviously, you guys who have kids, I'm sure you have these other uh, traditions, but it doesn't always have to be just this constant grind and hustle of work and, and buying gifts and just doing all these things that you feel like you're obligated to do like Like, i really am praying for snow up north and it looks like they're going to get some snow in flagstaff next week so i love typically jeremy and i or my girlfriends and i will do like a winter a couple different winter activity um, day trips or weekend trips and sometimes jeremy and i will rent a cabin or um, just go up there and stay in a hotel or just do a day trip with a friend and um, usually I'll do like snowshoeing or cross country s- skiing or um, winter hiking or just what? You try cross country skiing. Oh my gosh. It's so hard. People but think it's so easy. And then they I'm do like it. a downhill skier and snowboarder, but cross country s- skiing, I'm like respect. It's no joke. Um, but yeah, so I planned that with my, one of my girlfriends. We're going to go up uh, just to f- Flagstaff for the day trip and just have a, a winter wonderland um, and just get some nature in. <laughs> yeah. So the point is, is make time for play, escapism, and the things that are fun for you, uh, whether it's by yourself or with friends and family. And that's just, it's enjoyable. It's not stressful. It's not completely choreographed. It's not this huge production. It adds value to your life. It doesn't cause more stress to your life. That's, I think, the key takeaway because a lot of times, People plan these dinners and these events and these parties, and they end up being more work and more stress than they are actual fun. And this is a huge emphasis just on play and fun in terms of what we're talking about here. 
And the last one I think is more important. Um, and I'll, I'll share a couple of just uh, kind of healthy hacks uh, and tips for you guys in terms of just nutrition, eating, and those things before we let you go. But this one to me, especially this time of year, and this is, this is always, uh, but for some reason we tend to put a bigger focus on it now uh, because it's more prevalent. You can't, we're talking about giving back. You can always give back. You can do it every day. I feel that we do it here. Um, through our business, through this podcast, through social media, the newsletter, the blog. Helping others. But we take this time of year, typically between Thanksgiving and New Year's, to do it um, at a different level. And all of you guys can do that too. Because I think most people who are listening, I don't know all of your individual situations uh, or where you're at financially uh, with life. And obviously, yeah, we are all, you know, at different stages. Uh, We all have different shit to deal with. But if you're, if you're listening to me on a $2,000 phone or you're doing it, you know, in your car, uh, driving around or at your job or in your house or you're getting to do fitness as a luxury, there's a lot of other people who do not have what you have in terms of, you know, fiscal means, uh, career, freedom, free time, family. There is so many people in this country alone who have so much less than you do. And you have an opportunity to help them in so many ways. And this would be a great time of year to make that a tradition and a priority in your life and in your family's life if you're in a position to do so. 100%. Um, And there's never going to be a perfect time. Uh, It's never going to feel like you have enough money or or enough time or whatever it is. Uh, But if you just start, I promise you, it's going to be one of the most rewarding things you can do, whether it's and, adopting a family, mm-hmm. volunteering, uh, helping out your neighbors. It's the little shit you don't think about that has the biggest impact to other people. And on yourself. I think it's so fulfilling and it's just this addicting feeling that you'll get that makes you continually want to keep doing it. And I would hope more people over the past, you know, kind of what we've learned over the past couple of years or reminders of like what really matters <laughs> in life, I would hope that people would prioritize this one, especially during the holiday season. Well, yeah, because the truth is, and this is not a knock on anybody, I'm not judging you, I'm not telling you what to do with your time uh, and your money, but if you want to know what people value in life and in the world, you look at how they spend their time, and you look at how they spend their money. That's it. Mm-hmm. It's it's crystal clear. People can say a lot of things, but when you put your time and money behind it, that's you know where the rubber meets the road, if you will. And a lot of people will say they'll do things, but they don't actually do them. And I'm not saying you have to donate or help anybody. It's your money. It's your time. You can do what you want with it. But the one thing I've realized, and I've told the story numerous times, I always thought I was the brokest kid. Uh, like ever in kind of in the the high school I graduated from basically I was and uh, you see that and you get this distorted view of reality and I'm like well fuck dude my life sucks you know these kids have more money they have nicer cars they live in nicer homes they can do all these things I can't do and you that becomes your reality and then I go to college I play with this kid he's from Memphis Tennessee he has he doesn't have a dad um, at least that he knows he doesn't have a car 
He doesn't have a TV in his dorm room. He has two pairs of pants, two pairs of shoes, and like a jacket. And most of that the team gave him. And then I see that and I'm like, I'm an asshole. And I had this like come to Jesus moment, if you will, where I'm like, why am I acting like I have it so bad? I'm acting like basically just a fuck face where this kid who is, you know, basically my age has it so much worse, but he's still enrolled in college. He's getting an education. He has a place to stay and he has it so much better than the next person. My point is, if you went down the list of the 8 billion people on the planet, where do you rank? It's pretty fucking high, man. Mm-hmm. Like you are pretty blessed and you have so much more than so many other people and you have so much more that you've been given and you can give some of that back. And when you get out of your own ecosystem and this echo chamber of you and I'm not judging anybody, but if all you guys do is sit and bitch about, oh, I can't get the new car yet because the microchips are short or I can't get my, my house completely remodeled because like these workers aren't working fast enough or I can't upgrade to my next house because the prices have increased so much. Those are all real problems and they're all real things. I'm not bagging on you, but you have to have some perspective also when you're talking about that, when you're saying that. And you have to realize like, wow, there's people who are living in real close proximity to you who are struggling to get through the day just to put food on their table or put clothes on their kids' backs or just make just rent have a every gift month for their kids or a Christmas tree in their house like it's those little things that you just forget that so many people out there are just so less fortunate and just really unlucky be, because they were born in a situation um and that's all that they is. had no control over you no. know and we can sit and talk about you know Oh, well, you just work hard and pull yourself up by your bootstraps. And trust me, dude, I come from nothing. I'm a real fan of fucking hard work. But I also have the context of like, my parents are both from here. They both speak English. They both had jobs. They both worked their fucking ass off. They taught me some basic skills. And I was in a safe community. There's other people who are in a way worse boat. And it would be way harder for them than it was for me. And that's just reality. Like, Same here. Yeah. We can't like pretend like that doesn't exist. And so that's why I say this all the time. I can't imagine. I'm not trying to get real crazy here. And I know I'm sounding crazy. But. That was me last night. Well, not talking about it. But like. <laughs> what, but it's helpful though. Like mm-hmm. we were. T- I'll, I'll go into this in detail in a second. Like I can't believe I was put on this earth with this body and this brain just to waste it. To buy myself a bunch of really fancy extravagant shit. And that's, I'm not judging anyone. I'm saying me personally, that is how I feel to my fucking core. I would feel like a greedy asshole if that's all I did. Because I know deep down, yeah, dude, you got a hundred pairs of shoes. Mm-hmm. You don't need another pair. Like you got a car, you got a house. Yeah, you can upgrade stuff too. I'm not saying that, but I can also give back way more than I ever thought possible. Cause I, I grew up broke most of my life and I never had anything and I had a crap and, and crap. You had a crap. <laughs> I've had a crap a lot too. I, but I had, to, I had to like, you know, crawl and scrape and grind to get here. And it was hard. And I never thought I would be in a position of abundance in a position where I have money. And now I do. And so I want to give it back to other people because I see what it can do for them. And it's such a little amount, right? Like if I go out right now and light a thousand dollars on fire in the parking lot, it means fucking nothing to me. 
And I, there was a time in my life when I never thought I could say something like that. If I lit 10 grand on fire right now, it wouldn't change my fucking life one bit. But if we can give a family 500 bucks and another family 500 bucks, and it can change that mom's life, if it can change that kid's outlook on like, hey, people really do give a shit about mm-hmm. me, people care about me, the feeling I get from that I know. is worth 10x anything, 10, 20, 30 grand would ever buy me. And I mean that with all sincerity. And I feel if you guys were to do something similar, it would do the same thing for you. Like we do here a food drive. This is, what is the food drive? St. Mary's. Mm-hmm. And you started doing that forever ago. Yeah. And I used to, well, with work, I always participate in our typically quarterly volunteer events. And so for years I've been volunteering at St. Mary's with work. And then also over the last few years, um, have made a tradition here at JSF that will contribute and bring in food items that we can, um, collect throughout the holiday season and give back in that way. And then you want to talk to adoptive family real quick again? Yes. Let me say this. I'm not, we're not sharing this right now. If you guys have been listening for years, you know what we're going to say. I'm not sharing this to say, look how awesome we are. Yeah. We're such great people. (laughs) This isn't, this isn't a flex. This isn't a like, look at how fucking virtuous we are. No, no. The reason I'm sharing this story and the reason we're talking about this right now would be my hope is that if this is something that seems cool to you, if you're in a position to do it, that you would look into it as well in your local community and do the same thing. Because I I mean this, it will change your perspective on life. It will give you an appreciation and a sense of gratitude that you might not currently have. And that can fundamentally change the way that you live your life forever. And I mean that. Mm -hmm. And so I'll let you. Well, so I first, I guess we both through our work, we were introduced to like adopt a family program. Like most people, most, most of you have heard about it or have contributed to it. If it's like you buy a gift and, with your organization and then they deliver or drop it off at the location. But, um, this program here locally is through St. Vincent de Paul, where you actually sponsor a family and then you deliver and meet the family at their house. So you actually go and meet them in person. You provide the gifts and the items that they listed on their form and as well as the Christmas dinner and these families have to be approved to participate in the program and typically they are families that are struggling to put food on the table so they are a part of St. Vincent de Paul has a dining center program and so um, that's where most of these families I believe are um, go through the application process and so we started this when we first got married I think the first year or well, even when the, we were engaged. The first time, and this I'll, and this is why I'll never forget. The first, I had one, you guys know, I had one real job. And uh, my old boss, I guess, if you will, um, shout out to Corey Smith. And his famous quote was, control your controllables. He was from Detroit. Great dude. Um, he's a character. Uh, but he was a huge believer in giving back. And so we, as a team, we're all academic uh, advisors. And he was kind of like in charge of us, making sure we weren't complete idiots. Uh, We adopted a family and we went shopping at 
God, what is it? What is Ross? Ross is a place. We went and bought all the clothes at Ross. We went to Walmart, bought all these things for a family. And uh, we dropped them off at this family's house. This is the first time I'd ever done this. I am, this is over a decade ago. I'm 20, I'm probably 27 years old at the time. And I just moved here. Uh, I had my first real job. I don't have any money. I'm still, I have perspective, but you just, this is one thing that hit me real hard. I remember we, we buy all the gifts, uh, clothes for the family. And a lot of times that's what it is. It's like, Hey, you know, the, the boy needs a pair of pants. The daughter needs some shoes. And if you can buy toys, which to me is the most fun part, actually you buy toys. And I remember we stopped and got a microwave because the family didn't have a microwave. And it struck me as odd. Uh, I'm like, how does a family not have a microwave? Like, cause even like for us, like we didn't have abundance in my house. Like our family didn't take vacations. We didn't have a bunch of money, but we had a microwave, right? And we go to this adopted family. We walk in their house and, you know, I'm, I, don't, I don't mean this, you know, negatively, but it was a shit box. It's just a, not a, not a nice neighborhood, not a nice home. And uh, I don't know the whole family dynamic and situation. And this is over a decade ago, but I remember they were sort of opening some of the gifts when we were there. And this little girl couldn't have been more than 10 years old, opens up a microwave and she just starts crying, like so excited, so jacked, just tears coming down her face. And the mom is crying and I'm sitting there in my head going, these people are jumping over the moon and they're crying like they won a hundred million dollars on the Powerball and it's for a microwave. And to me, I'm like, that's where it sets in. I'm like, Jesus, dude, all the, and again, I'm a 27 at the time. So I think like driving to Benz is the coolest thing ever. And I got to like, you know, flex and I got to look fancy to the outside world, just like most normal people do in life. And that was probably the moment where I was like, you know what? That stuff doesn't matter to me. This matters so much more. And from that point on, like we just started doing it every single year, whether it be Thanksgiving and Christmas, among other things we can do. But when you can actually be in the home and you see it, how much that changes their life, you start to realize like me buying This is real. Yeah. I think when you do it, you know, and that there's nothing wrong with buying gifts and um, not meeting the people and family and just sending it, whether that's a donation and in the form of money or a gift and you drop it off at a location and you don't meet the, the person or the family. But when you do, it's like it makes it so real and like it just hits you in a whole different way, like a flood of emotions. Yeah, it's um, it's like the saddest thing in the world. But the but, happiest. But the too. happiest too. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going shopping. Yeah, today. So we're going to – we have our family, um, mother, single mom with three kids in – Lives, they, lives in an apartment. Yeah. So, um, and coincidentally, she listed a microwave. Um, and Which is, cr- I mean, I can't I fucking believe that, man. Especially with kids because that's How so you- easy to like give them food that way and heat up things. So we're really excited to do that and then um, get all the items for the kids as well and the Christmas dinner, um, which we'll do at a different time. But yeah, so we scheduled our delivery date to meet them, and it's just, you kind of have to mentally prepare when you do meet them, because it's, you know, it can be kind of uncomfortable, and um, but it's also just so rewarding, and 
I feel like every year it's just you hear these different stories and you see where they live and you're just like, wow, I don't need anything and why it just it really it puts perspective in a whole different level. And again, you guys don't ha- you don't have to do that. You can do you can help out your you know your neighbor who's elderly, like you know, giving them a handwritten card, you know, buying them you know something basic, or just giving them a gift of appreciation. If you guys kind of help each other out, those kind of things. But if you can do something like this, um, it's tough, man. Like it's it's almost hard to like talk when you're there, even for me, because I'm like I don't even know what to say. Uh, but it is a it is a wake-up call, and to me, the one thing that does always stick out, especially for us, is that we, you know, I get to live in this very clean, nice, you know, affluent uh, area. You know, to me, it's the nicest, you know, place in the entire state that we live in, and these people don't live that far from you in proximity, so meaning there's a $10 million house, and these guys are 15 minutes away. There's a $20 million house. These guys are 10 minutes away, 20 minutes away. The discrepancy is so huge. And that's what's always real eye-opening to me is that we're living amongst all types of people all the time. And I guess what I'm saying is if you have worked your ass off and you've become, quote-unquote, you know, financially successful or stable and you can do something, I would urge you to do it. There's never a perfect time. There's never a right time. But man, it um, it's like my favorite thing to do. I would rather do this, this than go buy myself, you know, a $300 dinner I w- agree. with some friends. And again, there's nothing wrong with that. And that's fine too. Yeah, we like nice things. We're not saying we don't. It's just like I get so it makes much you more just from not this. even want it. You just don't care about it as much because you're like, gosh, these people need our help. And uh, if you guys want any information, obviously, we're happy to share it and, uh, and give you, you know, what we've done from our personal experience. But uh, there's never been a year or a time where we've done this and we've met the family and talked to them where I won't remember, like, the story. I won't remember the people or walking into their home, talking to them and just kind of hearing, you know, what they have to deal with and what they've kind of went through in their life in the position they're in. And if we can play a part in helping change, you know, their, you know, family tree, the dynamic, or at least honestly, it's the kids is the biggest thing where Mm -hmm. you walk in and, you know, the kids, obviously they like the toys and it's fun or the one year where the kid uh, played soccer. So you're talking to them about like the soccer ball and practice and those things. But to me, it's like that you walk in and you give them that and then this kid maybe in somewhere in their heads like holy shit like people care about me mm-hmm. and like we're not alone and that's huge and if you can do that for an eight-year-old kid who probably thinks like their life is fucked and nobody gives a shit about them because again when you get to be eight nine ten you start to see like in school you start to figure out okay they this, have so much more than me yeah and if you are in that position and all of a sudden you see someone else cares about you who's not related to you. They're not your family. It just gives people hope that, hey, man, the world's not full of just assholes and everybody's not, you know, a selfish dick looking out for themselves. There there are people out there who are willing to help you if you're willing to help yourself. And that's that's why I'm a huge fan of it. And if you guys get anything out of the stuff that we do, um, yeah, the fitness, the nutrition and everything else. But if it could be this, 
I think that's huge. If you're looking for some joy and purpose in your life, do it. It's just, it really is such a special experience and memory and just, uh, just something that a tradition that I just will never want to break. And if we do have kids at some point, I would love to just pass that down to them and make it a part of our Christmas experience every year. Yeah. And if you, well, we brought, uh, my mom but, and yeah. Dave one year mm-hmm. so they could see it and they'll never forget it. Yeah. I mean, we all started crying. That's how, how emotional it can be. Like not, we didn't cry in front of the family, but when we got back into the car, like all four of us were like, that was, I think a family of four kids and they mm-hmm. lived in probably a 400 square foot trailer. trailer and it was just like, wow. Yeah. Uh, I always like going if we can go during the day earlier so I can wear sunglasses. Uh, yeah, because it's just like you try to hold back the tears. And sometimes, you know, they're not super open. And then it just depends on the family and how sometimes they'll, you know, want you to kind of hang out there, which is totally fine. And um, and then they'll open up to you about their story and, and their life. And you kind of get to know them. And it's just a wonderful experience i think is really the true meaning of christmas yeah so if you guys can do that if you can give back in any way possible whether it's you know as extreme as that or just volunteering or any little way you can make other people's lives better like that's what we're here to do just help out your community help each other out that's why that's that's how we've existed this Mm -hmm. long and uh nobody does it alone um i'll share one last thing and we'll get you guys out of here it's off of the Instagram post today, uh, just talking about success. And again, like I said, how we're taught success is basically what's your job title? What's your salary? Oh, so-and-so is a teacher. They're this level of success. So-and-so is an attorney. They're that level of success, which I hopefully, if you guys listen to me and you've been around long enough, you know, that's complete horseshit. And the better measure is, you know, your entire life. And in my two cents, you know, success, it's not a solo sport. You need to find people that, you know, connect with you, your vision, your mission, your passion, and your ideals, whether that be clients you work with, team members at your job, friends, family, different coworkers, your gym community, people at your church, if you're a religious person, and you just have to focus on attitude because you cannot control what happens to you, but you can control how you react to those situations. And on the same note, you can't change the people around you. But you can change the people around you. I can repeat that a hundred times if, if it's confusing. You can't change the people around you in your life. But you can change and move yourself into a different environment. And that's how you change the people around you. And what you have to do is focus on attracting energy givers, not energy takers. And finding people who are like-minded like yourself in terms of wanting to give back. And people who want to fan your flame and not just kind of piss on your fire. And we all need people to learn from, to lean on, to work with in order to reach our max potential. And obviously, if you're in a place of abundance, you can be the person that they lean on. And if you're a person who's struggling, there's people that you can lean on. Because no one builds an ideal body or an ideal relationship or career or life alone. And you got to remember that. And sometimes you're going to be the hand that's reaching. And sometimes you're going to be the hand that's giving. And that's okay. But you, obviously, if you're listening to me now, you know what position you're in. And if you find yourself saying, you know what, I've been really blessed 
or, you know, I've been real quote unquote lucky. And if that means you worked your fucking ass off and a couple of things happened right in your life timing wise, if you find yourself in a position to be able to help somebody else do that, because nobody and not myself, not Heather, no one we know, no one you watch or listen to or follow and not even you who's listening became super successful completely on your own. Along the way, somebody helped you. Mom, dad, grandma, grandpa, brother, sister, friend, coach, teacher, whoever the fuck it was. And there's a lot of people in the world who don't have that grandpa. They don't have that dad. They don't have that coach. So if you can in some way be a 1% extension of that, please do it. Because it can change their life and I promise you it will change yours too. Well said. I didn't mean to get super serious there. But obviously you guys can tell... It matters to us. Yeah, and hopefully it matters to you too. So, again, that's just an easy way for you guys to. What is? What are you new? What is wrong with you? <laughs> I, I don't, it was on silent. <sighs> Man, love you to death. Close uh, it out. Yeah, that's just uh, holiday health and, and happiness tips. And obviously, we went probably deeper on the happiness stuff uh, at the end. But all things you guys should know. You just have to manage your time. Um, take care of yourself. And if you do that, you'll find uh, that you're healthier, you're happier, you tend to be a more giving, kind, thoughtful person. More well-rounded person. Yeah. And not just this time of year, but uh, throughout, uh, you know. It will set you up for success for 2022. 100%. So if you like this episode, you feel like it's helpful, please share it. Tag us in your posts. Give us feedback. We love to hear it. If you're on Apple Podcasts, drop it a five-star, leave a comment. I would appreciate it. And if you guys have any questions on any of the sponsors, uh, all the links are in the show notes. And uh, you can always message us. We're happy to uh, to send you any of the discount codes or the links or any of the free samples we have. And again, we have so many free guides <clears throat> to help you guys, whether it's a supplement guide, macro guide, uh, smoothie guides, mobility, you name it, everything. We give a ton of stuff away for free to try to help you make your life a little bit better. So we appreciate you guys as always. Uh, I'll be on on Wednesday is the plan with the uh, the great and powerful Sultan of Sweat himself, the BJ Gadur. So that should be fun. Heather, thank you as always. Thank you. Uh, thank you guys. Have an awesome rest of your day. Happy holidays. I'll talk with you soon. Until next time, eat well, train hard, be nice to people, and please, you guys, keep doing shit you love with people you enjoy because your life is too short not to. I'll talk to you soon. Peace.